Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Hi, uh, welcome back to What's Glee Good. Today, we're here to talk together about... Sorry, I wanted to jump into the We Are Gathered Here Today thing from... Uh, one Dove's Cry, Purple Rain, one of them, whichever. Uh, <laughs> we're here today to talk about Season 2, Episode 8 of Glee, titled Furt. I'm Robbie. I'm Lily. I'm Liz. And uh, before we start, we just want to say we're recording this the day after Thanksgiving, and we are thankful this year to be on 10 countries list of the top 10 podcasts <laughs> using mics that cost less than their readers assume a banana costs. So <laughs> shout out to you guys. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, all right. So, Furt. Sue's Nazi hunting mother, Doris Sylvester, parentheses Carol Burnett, pays her a visit due to Sue's upcoming wedding to herself, <laughs> and Finn and Kurt face the marriage of their parents, Carol and Bert. The school board refuses to take a stand against Karofsky's threats to Kurt, which leads to Kurt transferring from McKinley High to Dalton Academy, and Sue resigning as principal. Quinn accepts a promise ring from Sam. Yikes. End of episode. I understand that a plot like necessarily includes spoilers, but I'm always bummed. Yeah, that's why we do the summary list. So to cover all the major points. <laughs> we'll get there. All right. Uh, so unfortunately, we watched. I watched this two days ago, and I forget how this happened. Okay, so. we start with Kurt um, being marched down the oh, school right. hallway by Bert and right. Carol. He's in the middle. Elbows, he is like, wearing a full-on, is it Deer Hunter or Deer Stalker? Whatever the like floppy hat is. The one that, yeah, the thing that. With the, the one ears. that you wear if you're going to go shoot when deer. you go hunting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he looks adorable. Um, and they walk up to Finn in the hallway, and Finn's like, what's going on? And Kurt's like, like really I don't him. know. They won't yeah. tell me. Um, and Bert and Carol announced that they are engaged. Yes, they announced that uh, they got engaged. Bert drove Kurt and Carol to school. Yes. And then he and Carol snuck into the room where Kurt had introduced them at right. parent-teacher conferences, and they got engaged. Which, I'm sorry. Which Bert points out is romantic. He's right. He's right. It's very sweet. Yeah. And I they, was about to question. It's like... It's nice that they found a reason that I believe for them to have to do this in the school. Right. Yes. <laughs> now, that's that's the least crazy part of this. Um, Finn makes a face a little bit. Kurt is, like, over the moon because obviously this is what he wanted. Right. Yeah. Finn looks taken aback, which is how he should react right. when his mom marches into his high school to tell him that he's she's marrying his friend's dad. Right. Well, which he's always been a little A family that he's already been a little nervous about. Well, they did, and then Finn got kicked out, but we assume we they reconciled that because of the, like, bullying and showing up in the Lady Gaga dress. Yeah, so theoretically so they they're living together. together. Yeah. Also, they'd already given up their house, so, like, they had right. a, a motivation to figure she's it out. Still, he looks rightfully a little taken aback. Fair. Um, they also, don't do this at school. At school. He's, like, standing in his locker in right. a crowded hallway. So they ask Kurt to plan a wedding, which he looks delighted about. They don't mention in six days, but okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um, they mention they're not going to use any money because they're saving up all their money for their honeymoon. Which yes. is fair. Which is the premise of Kurt saying that then instead of getting them a band, because Bert um, really wants to dance, same, um, he's going to get them the Glee Club. <laughs> yes. So, like, in the first 20 seconds, we know exactly how this episode is going to go, and I love it. And Bert and Carol look appropriately like, okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. Um, but, you know, budget wedding, you get what you can get. Sure. Bert does say he's going to take her to Waikiki. He says we're going to go to the hotel where they put up the guest stars on Lost. Yeah, so that was a good So, congratulations joke. on 2010 for being extremely <laughs> 2010. Um, there's also a pretty funny joke when Kurt suggests that their wedding colors be cognac and russet, and then turns to Finn and goes, they're colors. <laughs> Which is progress, because previously I think he would have assumed that Finn knew what that meant. Correct. So they're getting to know they each really other. They really are brothers, brothers yeah. Um, 
Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, um, next, we get the scene where Sue is marrying herself. We like get she, her. Okay. Yeah. So she's putting together wedding announcements. Yes. The announcement. The no. Okay. So there's a whole series of things that leads up to this. Some of them matter and are funny and some of them don't. <laughs> um, so she's writing in her journal. We get a flashback to Sue's colonel that corner there's a homelessness joke that we're not going to get into mostly because i forget what it is i think it starts with the announcement and then we go back and tell the story of how she got there right no no um because what happens is so rod the guy from her station that she was dating and his co-anchor are now engaged don't worry he says it's gonna open marriage (laughs) um so she decides to try online dating Our, our profile says things i am most passionate about extreme taxidermy Tantric yelling. That one was funny. And poking the elderly with hidden pins, <laughs> which is funny and also something we will come back to in this episode. So, congrats mm-hmm. to this joke for Wait, being funny we and do? good. Yes. Oh, uh, sorry. Her profile also says she's 27 years old and lists her profession as legend. So, a good bit all around. <laughs> it's honestly, it's like someone made it a first pass through this joke yeah. and then went back and made it funny. It's good. Um, Sue, this episode is good. Yeah, this is a good yeah. Sue. And then it says that the only person that she matches with is herself. For the record, dating sites don't work this way. At least none of the ones I've ever seen. They're no not going to pop you up. Match you with yourself. Right. This was an old profile you created with a different email address and didn't disband. <laughs> like a monster. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that Sue just every six months also creates a dating profile the way all of us have done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, she decides to marry herself and addresses an invite to Barack and Michelle Obama. Same. <laughs> um... Okay, next thing we get Sam and, and Finn, Finn in the locker room yeah. slash weight extra room. weight room. Um, well, because they're definitely doing weights. Yeah, Sam is lifting weights, and Finn's like, hey, buddy, didn't you recently get a major shoulder injury? <laughs> and Sam's like, well, I got to get my job back. He's, lifting, he's like free lifting above his head. I don't think you're it's, supposed to do it doesn't that. Quite, I don't, he's doing, it's I don't lift, but... <laughs> um, I'll wonder if that his face looks insane today, this It's episode. weird. He also just, like, red. suddenly cares about being popular. Like, before he was the chill one who was like, I just want to be respectful of people yeah. and enjoy myself. And now he's like, I gotta be the quarterback. I gotta date Quinn. I gotta be on top. Right. It is a total 180 degree, which... If we're like, it's just, it's well written, but this is just how teens are. It would be one thing, but I fully believe that this show forgot what Sam's They were like, we need this was. for this plot, so we gotta switch around. Yeah. Sam cares now. Uh, meanwhile, Finn, who has traditionally cared so much it could kill him, is like, who cares about popularity, man? Just do what feels good. Also, you're gonna hurt your shoulder, which is true. It's Don't true. fuck your shoulder up forever because you wanna be up, like, also, if you fuck your shoulder up, you still won't be able to be quarterback because you won't be able to throw anything, dude. Now, they do a lot of close talking in this scene, and I did think they should kiss. They should kiss. They should <laughs> the kiss. secret story of this season is that Sam and Finn should kiss. Anyways, Sam doesn't feel that way because in the next scene he's offering Quinn a promise ring. Yep, he proposes. He gets on one knee and she immediately says, stand up, you're freaking me out. She does say, are you proposing to stand up? Yeah. Same. It's crazy that he gives her a promise ring. Apparently, as far as we know, they've like made out four times. It's He says, I think I love you. What? So, Quinn is lovely and mature, but now are really? we supposed to think that he's saying this exclusively because he thinks dating Quinn will get him like cool points, or do we think he genuinely? Well, he's also I think like it's both. horny, right? Right, he's super horny. We don't get. He much does of this say episode, in his quote unquote proposal that he promises to never pressure her yeah. to do anything more than kiss. Hmm, I don't believe that. I don't believe hmm, it for interesting. A interesting. I've been fooled before <laughs> by this character in this show. Oh. Um, but so anyway, she says she'll think about it. Oh, I, uh, remembered here that once she says she should think about it, which reminded me that I once said I would think about dating a boy I knew to be gay because I thought maybe it would be fun. So I don't miss high school. (laughs) (laughs) No, it would have been terrible. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. No, that's not how that works. So he was gay. I don't know why he asked me to be his girl. I do know why. (laughs) Um, life is complicated and hard. Okay. 
Uh, so now we get Kurt and Finn. Yes. So Kurt is planning a wedding. Right. Kurt's in full wedding planner. Mode. I love it's fun. it. It's very fun. It's, it's very fun. It's a fun bit of business all around. Finn says, are you sure we should release 300 live doves inside? Won't that be messy? First of all, also expensive. Also, and maybe Kurt immoral. says, that's why we feed them glitter, Finn. Which in this like, way that makes it sound like it's so stupid. Of course, that's what we're going to do. That's not how dove poop works. Which we've talked about how some of the lines that I remember being funny from the show, it turns out years later, are horrible. This, this one hilarious. was funny in 2011 and it is funny now. The joke is funny. The delivery is perfect. I love it. Um, it's good. It's Finn a poop joke, is, and I enjoy it. <laughs> is, oh, so he's concerned about his popularity a little bit because of the Sam thing. He's thinking about the wedding. He's nervous about dancing with his mom. But then he says, like, um, Kurt convinces him, I think, that it would make him, like, a cool stud to dance with his mom. Okay, yes. Okay, okay this was weird to me. Um, so Finn says, I guess if I could pull it off, yeah, Finn says about the mother son dance, if I could pull it off, it would make me seem like a cool stud, which like our precious dumb idiot Finn. Like Like, I don't follow it in what world. First of all, don't use the word stud. (laughs) Second of all, not cool, but very sweet. Third of all, he does own up. He's like, why would I want to dance with anyone in front of anyone? I'm the worst dancer at the school. Again, my favorite recurring truth, but it's funny. (laughs) Um, and then we get a bullying. Yeah, so Finn walks away. <laughs> a bullying, yes. And Kurt's in like locker. a story. Um, and he closes the locker to see that behind it is Karofsky glowering right, at him. And he, like, steals the um, wedding cake topper that Kurt was just carrying around. Which is weird, but fine. Weird and it, and it, no. they do a good job of making it seem, like, sinister and creepy and scary. It's yes. terrifying. Yeah, like, be, without being, like, I don't think he says anything, even. But it just, like, feels like he super is No, there's not hurt, another, like, hurt. extreme threat or anything. It's no. Just, which is realistic, right? That's the kind of threatening you usually get. You rarely get the, like, I'm going to kill you that yeah. luckily Dave has said once before. Right. Um, yeah, so it's terrifying. Kurt looks like he's just going to melt into the floor and out of fear. And then yeah. Mr. Shu comes out of nowhere, nowhere. to just appear and then usher him. And then suit? suddenly make the correct choice that he should have made weeks ago, which it's, is to take him to the principal's office and be like, yeah. what's going oh, on? We have to do something about by this. By the way, Sue is still the principal in an insane Somehow. <laughs> because later on, I forget what the dialogue is. They basically address that, like, Figgins is not sick anymore. He's just not here right yeah. now. It's yeah. Weird. Doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, so Will correctly takes him to the principal to be like, we should talk about this issue. Yeah. It looks as though you are being threatened by another student. Yep. And Sue seeming, like, genuinely uh, good. apologetic is like, without violence, I can't do anything, which... Okay, is that true? She's both apologetic. She takes it seriously. She's apologetic. In that same breath, and we'll come back to this in a second, she calls him lady. Yes. Yes. She's like, hey, lady, there's nothing I can do about this. Yeah. And to be uh, an important note, Kurt does not mention the death threat. Yes, no, he that just, is an important note. He owns up to being threatened. He doesn't say anything about Dave being gay. He doesn't say anything no. about being physically... Uh, but is this how bullying policies work? Because if so, it's fucked up. Like, you can't wait until I they get so. beat up. Really? Like, you're just going to let people say mean things? Yeah. And it, well, she also says can, there's like, no witnesses. Them. There are no witnesses. So if there was like a, yeah, I don't know. I guess. It's a weird policy. It's not a good, because then basically you're saying like, okay, go get beat up and then we'll fix it. Also, was Will not a witness? Right. The teacher. <laughs> also, everyone, like it's, he has been, he's been doing it in crowded hallways. It's a, it's a team yeah. sport. It's not, it's, yeah. so it's not Kurt's word against his. It's everyone's word against Karasi. The yeah, point being is. that like Sue and Will know, but there's nothing they can do. Kurt yes. remains terrified and on then, his way out. Yes. On his way out, Kurt turns and says, you know, when you call me lady, that's bullying. Yes. Or something. Which is great. Something like that, yeah. And then she says, I'm sorry, I thought that was your name. <laughs> Which, funny. because we have good Sue this week, is yes, funny and it's not funny. mean. She, yeah. Like, she's yeah. allowed to have the mean notes. Because and she's, she's like, human and wants to do something. Yeah, and then she, like, offers, she, she's like, I'll allow you to choose your new nickname <laughs> from this list of three options. And they don't remember the first one, but the second one is porcelain, and the third one is Tickle Me Dope Boy. <laughs> 
and he selects porcelain, and yeah. she's bummed she wanted it to be Tickle Me Doughboy. <laughs> Which, uh, continuity's sake, she will call him porcelain for mm-hmm. the rest of the series. Uh, and it's kind of fun. It's really... <laughs> it's like, this, this show does not do continuity well at all, as we know. Yes. Somewhere on their, like, permanent whiteboard, they write down, like, Sue calls Kurt porcelain, and, like, the only thing that <laughs> Somebody accidentally uses a Sharpie that time, right. and they're like, I guess we remember. Yeah. yeah. It was just Jane Lynch remembering. <laughs> it was not in the script in any episode besides this. Okay, now we're in the choir room. Yes, Rachel has gathered all the girls together. Oh, yeah. Um, All the girls whose boyfriends are on the football team. Yes, which includes Brittany, who is dating Artie, which is insane. Yeah, Yeah. still. Still, Still, and somehow he's still on the football team. It's a lot. Like It's tenuous at best. Please remember that two episodes ago, they were in a big fight. Also, somehow Mike is on the football team, which we didn't mention until two episodes ago. Mike has always been on the football team. We just don't talk about it. We don't talk about our characters. That's how he got there with what's his name we got rid of and never spoke to. Mike has always been on the football team. We don't talk about our non-white characters, though, unfortunately. (laughs) So I don't think Mike is like... You don't notice him in the locker. He's never in the locker room scene until this episode until this later. Episode. Right, when we needed him. Um, so Rachel, yeah, Rachel's gathered all the girls together to say that we have to get our boyfriends to beat up Karofsky to protect Kurt. Yes. Right. Quinn says in the long line of, I think you just said the feminist moving back 50 years. Yeah, which is uh, true. Yeah. It's like a I, fair don't, I actually don't have a problem with either of the things either of them is saying. Yeah, like, I, Rachel's funny. heart is in the right place. Yeah. I also did miss the dynamic of Rachel and Quinn yelling at each yes. other. So it was satisfying for that reason. Yeah. Well, Quinn also says, so you're advocating using violence. And Rachel's like, no, but like they just got to war- like make him stop, basically. Like she's like, I don't care if they beat him up. Just like they got to tell him. Which that, is like, fair. If you're yeah. going to a school where you genuinely believe that the teachers are not going to do anything about it, regardless if she knows that like Sue knows or whatever. Like have yeah. your friends back. If you like are all like strong um, and athletic or whatever. We say this a lot. Leah Michelle is at her best when she is doing doing bonker scheming. Yes. yes. And so like, this is fun. Her hair looks good. It's like <laughs> curled in a very funny way. And she's like, she's like uh, verbally sparring with Santana and Quinn, but without yes. it being really malicious. When she gets to be like Kurt is when she's good. Yeah. Yes. And when like, usually it's when like Santana is like calling her a hobbit. Yeah. yeah. And then like, she's like being like snotty. Speaking of um, crazy things people say in the background, Brittany leans over to Tina and asks, when you were dating Artie and you guys were, you know, did he ever just lie there? Which is a joke I did not need to hear about a character who we believe has lost the use of his legs. Yes. I don't like, I don't I like, get too like, far oh, into I could have cut that. I don't get it. I mean, you don't get it. What do you mean just lie there? I don't know. She means that he doesn't move because he can't because he's paralyzed. Oh, okay. I now understood that the yeah. joke is that she's stupid. It's just... Sorry, I didn't. I truly didn't understand the joke. It's tone deaf. It's bad. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard on the show, but no, I know. But it's just where I like, could have cut. Yeah, that horrifying joke. Tina obviously makes a horrified yeah. face and does not answer. Sure, Tina's not a monster, except for when the plot necessitates that she be a monster. Um, this next scene made me pump my fist in the air. We get Carol Burnett. Yes, Carol Burnett shows up. I don't actually have any background on this, but please imagine how Carol Burnett ended up on this show. I can't. <laughs> I, I assume she was like at a party with Ryan Murphy and got a little too drunk yeah. and agreed to do this. And, and like Jessica Lange was like, hey, there, like you should do it. <laughs> yeah. Was Ryan Murphy working with Jessica Lange yet? I think they've been pals. Okay. There's no way you agree to do American Horror Story unless you're already like Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Just because Ryan Murphy is the type of gay man who like Collects. would worship Carol yes. Burnett. And again, this was having a moment, this show. Yeah, so it was if, super like, popular. If, like if you were like, because she's not the only like icon that goes yeah. on this show. Um, she's here because she got Sue's announcement. Yes. She's, um, she also says, good news, Sue. We finally caught the last Nazi. So that joke was funnier in 2011. Right, was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. huh, that she makes a joke about it being 
being like Ava Braun's grandnephew or yeah. something. She says Chad. Ava Braun's great great nephew yeah. Chad, <laughs> which is true. Everyone named Chad is a Nazi. That's true. Sorry, Chad. Uh, yeah, again, joke did not age great. Um, Another one that didn't age great. He's been under our noses all this time. We're in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, so that felt bad, but at the time, if it was funny it because we context, thought all the Nazis had been caught. In fact, also uh, Carol Burnett, Nazi hunter mom, is it's very uh, good. Five perfect words. That's actually a show I would watch today. Immediately, can we start a show where Carol Burnett is a Nazi hunter? Is Carol Burnett dead. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> a lot of people died very quickly last year, and I did not make a note of all of them. Mary so, Tyler Moore died, and we didn't even talk about it. I That's, talked about it. I'm still thinking about it clearly. Yeah, but we, we breezed over a yeah. lot. Yeah, we, we had some stuff going on. Um, anyways, it was Nazis. Sue tells her. So she, uh, there's a little conflict. Apparently, she was gone for most of Sue and Jean's childhood because yeah. she, her parent, she and her husband, were off fighting both Nazis. Hunting Nazis, right? She's always like, um, "We sent you postcards. Half of them were decoys." There's some interesting thing. There's some interesting <laughs> stuff here about like parental abandonment yeah. and like no matter what you were doing, that's no excuse to leave your children, which right. is fair, right? And, yeah. But also, like, if you're doing like noble work, does it like right? Does it like justify to some degree like children being left on their own? Yeah. Yeah. But then also that noble work is, again, funnier in 2011, uh, like hunting Nazis in Argentina. <laughs> right. <laughs> like hunting, uh, does she say Mengele or does she say a different I famous Nazi? I think it was my love, but it was funny. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but the other thing I have down is, so I don't actually have a problem with it, but the tonal situation in this scene is insane. It's insane. Because it, they're talking about the insane marrying yourself weird goofy joke, but yeah. also about these serious issues of abandoning your child to, and then back to goofy again in 2010, and then, fighting Nazi. Like what? <laughs> Yeah. Every every scene in this plot does this. And I loved I, it. I loved it. No, it's, it's fine. This, yeah. yeah. This episode is also work? perfect. Also, Carol Burnett and Jane Lynch have the correct chemistry to make yes. this work. They're both, like, Carol Burnett's comedic background comedians. is yes. making it work. It's really good. Mm. I would watch those two characters. You're right. I would watch a show where Carol Burnett hunts Nazis with her sidekick, her daughter, Jane Lynch. Yes. Um, and they occasionally sing weird songs. Years. Yes. yes. All right. I, now I have down, there's a Jay Cutler joke and Finn sucks. We have Finn and Rachel doing... Oh, wait, she comes to oh, him with her right. plan. And she's he's like, like yeah. nah, I, I am not popular it. enough yeah. or something. And she's like, what are you talking he's about? Be, you have he's to being do shitty this. And, and, and not brave, but also he's a teen right. boy. We're yeah. the same Finn plot we always get, which is... Uh, he's a little dumb and... He's reluctant, gay yeah. stuff. And, he, and, he's, and he's kind of like... You know, a, a weak character. Yeah. Like, it's not... It it's what it is. He's young. He hasn't developed great yeah. character yet. And he's and trying it, to learn it from Will Schuster, so he never will. Right. In this episode, it Though works. Carol rules. Uh, she's trying her best. She's trying her best. He's turned out at least we're okay, and we can credit best. that to Carol. He's not beating Kurt up, so... Um, true. All right, so, so he then... Does it, but then we go to the locker room, right? Yeah, and uh, Mike and Artie are confronting yes. um, Karofsky. Which he's, they do in a non-violent way. Think, think, yeah. Was Puck there? Puck, Puck is, is in the back. Okay. So the, the oh, okay. plot point here is that Puck can't participate. Theoretically, Puck should be leading this. Yeah. He like has beaten the shit out of many people. Yeah. Um, he can't go back to Juve. Right. So he, so he can't, he can't be anyone. in a violent So he's kind of like hovering in the back, but can't actively threaten another right. student. Right. Whereas Artie and Mike can be like, hey, leave Kurt alone. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I think Karofsky gets violent, he and does. then and then Sam just comes out of nowhere well, and Karofsky beats the shit out of him. Knocks Mike into Artie, and they both fall over. Oh, Artie falls right, out right, of his right, wheelchair. Right. It's horrifying. And Sam, yeah, comes out of nowhere and just starts beating the. As out you of gotta him. do. I'm sorry. Like violence sorry. is never the answer, but sometimes it's the answer. Sorry, if you knock my coworker or my uh, teammate who's in a wheelchair out of their wheelchair, I'm gonna hit you in the face. Yeah, as is appropriate. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and then Kurt, or not Kurt, Karofsky does, like, respond. And, like, so when Beast comes in. They're, um, they're fighting each other. Karofsky is, is pummeling Sam on the fun. floor. Like, yeah. if you walked in at that moment, you would assume Karofsky had beat up Sam. Yeah. I don't like fight scenes, but this was fun. This one, I was fine with this one. It, it, it wasn't sad or scary. And it wasn't too long. It wasn't too long. It was, like, 25 seconds. Yeah. I didn't have to hear any gross sounds. No. I thought everyone did a great job of hitting the right person. Yeah. Um, good job, everyone. Actress name I forget who plays Coach Beast does a good job of interrupting. Dot Marie Jones. Dot it Marie all Jones. seems appropriate. She's like, what's going on? Correct. Yeah. That's why she was guessing this role clearly. It's like, she's good at being like imposing. And, um, yeah. Okay, so here's what's crazy. Now we go to the choir room. Yeah. Where uh-huh. Sam is surrounded by... I think they're all in the choir they're room. They're all, yeah. Sam is a, a huge black yeah, guy. Yeah. He's bad. explaining what happened. Mm-hmm. Will says, do I need to do anything here? Yeah, buddy, he you says, do. And Sam says, no, I got a few good swings in, so I think we can call it even. That's not how it's being not a, how teacher a teacher works. responds to uh, violence. You don't ask your students if there's anything you need to do here. Wait, also, like, did Coach Beast not do anything? Presumably she did, but he should she probably ask anything. her. Yeah. If, whatever. Um, Will seems like admiring of the situation, which, like, again, I just said I admired what they did. I'm not their teacher. He, he, does he no. or does someone else ask Finn, where were you? Yeah, someone asked Finn. Um, and, and Finn's like, oh, sorry, I was still on the field. Yeah. Like, so only Rachel knows that the only reason he wasn't involved is because he didn't want to be. Yes. Like, yeah. in theory, everyone else is like, oh, yeah, he just wasn't, didn't happen to be there. Right. Or, but someone does say you should have been leading this, though. Yeah. Like, basically, like, she's like, been. yeah, she's like, this shouldn't have happened until, like, basically, you should have done this. Right. Like, yeah. if we're threatening him based on our position on the football team, you are the quarterback. Right. Also, right. again, the premise here being that it was great for a group of teen boys to threaten another teen boy. And Will Schuster's like, yep. <laughs> Good job, guys. Way to stand up for <laughs> your Love team. Love my students in this school. Uh, you I guys don't... done any Spanish class lately? <laughs> no? Just no? beating each other up? Still just present tense. Okay. Um, and then Sue and her mom are in the auditorium. Yes, this is so, by the way we're eighteen minutes in and we're getting our first song. I know, yeah. but I haven't even minded because it's been so fun. Also, Carol Burnett's going to sing it, so yeah. I love it. Um, so we get from that scene that we didn't mention, right? Is she is like, or does this happen in this scene now, where she's like, I want to sing at your wedding? Uh, I think it was the last one, yeah, last because scene. now she's, like, she's going to practice in remember, here in the auditorium. Yeah, remember when you were little, you always asked me to sing to you, and I said I didn't have time. I want to take time now. I'm going to sing at your wedding. Right. Okay. And so now they're in the auditorium where they're going to practice. Uh, Carol Burnett's like, I got, I talked to that teacher, the cutie, to like book the room. And she's like, I love Schuster? when they do explaining how people get to the auditorium <laughs> because it's half and half. Like they explain how Carol Burnett got there, but they'll never explain how the trouble tones get there. Nope. Ooh, I can't wait for the trouble tones. I, I can't, can't wait. wait for the trouble tones. I honestly can't wait to hear Robbie the trouble tones. <laughs> um... um so she does sing Ohio from... What is this from? It's from Wonderful Town, which I've never seen and don't Me know anything either. about. No. And I actually was, as I was listening to it, I was like, it's weird no one's ever rhymed Oh My, Oh My, Oh My with Ohio. With Ohio. And then yesterday in the car, we were listening to a song that also rhymes Oh My, Oh My Vigilia with Vigilia. Ohio. Yeah. Wait, what's the other song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vigilia Vigilia yeah, yeah. That's Ohio. Um, okay, yeah. It's really fun. It's like it's a lovely. weird, old-timey musical theater, like Rodgers and Hammerstein-style song. It's certainly yeah. a song that Carol Burnett already knew. Yes. yes. Um, I've never heard it, but they definitely, there's a there's like an there's intermittent like a, yeah. speaking part that they do to talk about how um, yeah. Carol Burnett did too much not hunting when she was a child. I didn't notice until it was almost over, but it rhymes. It's like yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a little <laughs> It's really charming and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Well, Mother, this song still doesn't explain why you abandoned your children. Ohio was stifling, and we couldn't wait to get out of the place. And I told you, Sue, we're going to be hunting Nazis. And Pop said, Sue, this might take a little while. Well, those Nazis are slippery, and me hunting them way down in Lima, Peru. And we'd get postcards from Niagara Falls. Well, I'm stalking Mangala in Bolivian Mall. Three times a year, we'd get crackling phone calls. Happy birthday. Hunting Nazis. Merry Christmas. Hunting Nazis. Homesick. Abandoned. Heartsick. Neglected. Thank heavens we're free. It's musical style. And I, I'm pretty sure, like, probably in the original musical, there was dialogue there. It just was different dialogue. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so basically they're working through their issues. Sue's like, it was fucked up for you to leave us alone. She's like, I hated Ohio. <laughs> I had to go hunt Nazis. Sorry. Okay, it's still That's enjoyable. Fun. Yeah. There's a great little note where after it ends and um, Carol... I keep wanting to call it Carol Channing, who's a different woman. Uh, Carol Burnett is walking away. She, like, does another little... She, like, sings another note yeah. as she's walking away and facing the other direction. Oh, it's very charming. Um, so now we're in the choir room, and Kurt is giving Bert and Finn dancing lessons. Uh, yes. My notes on this scene just say, Finn dance, homophobe, Bert mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically... That's basically what happens. Um, He's wearing... First of all, Kurt is wearing his diagonal lip sweater <laughs> over, like, a big striped shirt, yeah. and it's very cute and, like, cozy and wintry. And he, like, claps his hands and says, welcome to Kurt's, like, school of yeah. dance yeah. or whatever. So he teaches, he, first, he teaches his dad how to dance, which right. is actually like, the sweetest thing I've ever you're seen. Leading. He is doing, like, a waltz with, like, a 4-4 four, four time, but, like, fine. Sure. He, like, shows his dad where he's supposed to put his hands very gently and, like, kind of leads him around and is like, this is what it would be like if you led. And, like, mm. it's really nice. It's really Bert nice. looks really grateful but nervous. Yeah, it's very cute. They... Again, the work that Michael Malley and Chris Colfer do to make these two characters people who have spent years together and like yes. have only had each other is it's wonderful. It's really very wonderful. good. I would like to point out that these people all live in the same home and could be doing this at home. One hundred percent. They yeah, should but not they be do doing it in the choir room it. for Why what happens Bert next. At the school. <laughs> so what happens next is that uh, so Kurt switches over to Finn, and so Finn's going to lead, and they're dancing the way people dance. And Finn's right. like, "Can we shut the door? I'm uncomfortable doing this." And Bert and Kurt are both like, "What are you Whatever, talking dude. about?" Yeah. And then Karoski sees and like walks by. And says something rude. I think he makes a, dis- a he just, gesture. He just oh, he does a, a gesture. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Bert sees and is like, what was that? And Chris like, nothing. Uh, no, and what Bert says is, the guy was making fun of you. What the hell is his name? Which is a good I love Bert. Bert, line. Bert, Bert. <laughs> yeah, so Kurt's like, it was nothing. And Finn rightfully says, you have to tell your dad what's happening. Yes. True. Which like... This episode does a good job of having Finn ride the line between, like, genuinely nervous, but still his heart is in the right place. Like, yes. you're, you're bummed he didn't do so much, but, like, you also understand It's also stupid to go threaten another student. Yeah. It's better to be like, you have to tell an adult. Yeah. Tell your dad right now. Yeah. So, it Kurt feels, owns up yeah, to it, it kind good. of. Yeah. He says he's, being, he says he's been bullied. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, again, he doesn't say he's threatened to kill him. Does he? Does no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Because um, it comes up later. Yeah, it comes up later. Bert, my favorite man of all time runs down the hallway and pushes Krofsky up against a locker, which is maybe not the right thing to do, but is satisfying to me, a person who has felt stressed about the situation. And is watching a television show. Right. As we so often forget. Yeah. Um, And then we are in Sue's office again, and Bert is, like, insisting that Sue do something. And then... And then well, so first Bert, I think, tell, Bert turns to Kurt and is like, why haven't you done something about this? Yeah. Which, is, again, it's weird that we're all... Is it up to... I guess my no, question is, is it up to Finn to have done something about this before now? No. No. No, like, right? This was the moment where I was like, all right, hold on. Like, he's a 16-year-old boy. Like, right, and also, also, they he went to the are. principal. Yes. yes. Like, it was treated properly, and they, just, they couldn't do anything. No, no, no. So, Bert says that to Finn. He's oh, like, yeah, Finn, yeah. why didn't you do anything? And, it's, and like, Finn is like, Finn's a, he's a small child. He's a very tall, he's, small yeah, he's child. Also, both 16-year-old boys. 
Anyway, so now, yeah, they're in the principal office. Bird is explaining what happened. This, I think, is, and uh, Karofsky's there, and Karofsky's, yeah, yeah. Karofsky's dad. Who, right. in a choice I really respect from the writing, is a, just a normal good man. Yeah, yeah who's like, a li- he's like, what is my son doing? Right. So, Kurt explains what happened again. At this point, this time, he clarifies that Karofsky has threatened to kill him. Yes. And he looks a little like, he's only saying because his dad is there and he wants to, like. Yeah, he said, I'd kill me. He, did, he makes, like, he does a thing where he slips up, right, and he says, uh, he threatened to kill me if I told anyone. Right. And then. Right. This, it's interesting. What? So he, Karofsky looks at him as if to be like, please don't out me in yes. this room. And Kurt, and I think in a really interesting display of like being a sensitive teenage boy who's also had this experience, doesn't out him. Yeah, uh-huh. it's nice. He says he threatened to kill me then if I told anyone about the bullying. Right. Yes. He makes up a cover Believable story. enough. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. Doesn't quite sell it, but. Um, yeah. It's and interesting. Then, and, then, and then his dad is, uh, Karofsky's dad is like, you have been getting worse grades lately. You've been like, Again, a, an interesting and good writing choice to have yeah. him not be not just be that stereotypical. My son would never, and probably yes. you deserved it. Whatever, so like, often yeah. In a teen show, right? The shitty kids' parents are also, also shitty, shitty, and it becomes like a yeah. Instead, every adult in the room, and maybe the only time this happens in this show, does the right thing. Yeah, and then Sue, Sue expels, expels him, and yeah. his dad doesn't freak out. No, and it does kind of also help sell again this is one episode out of a bunch of bad ones but it does help sell the sort of like story and backline like backstory line of Karofsky being what could have been like a nice kid but he's in this scenario where he doesn't understand how he feels and he doesn't have the support to like feel that he can like explore yeah. it and so like he's he turned to work. he looks overworked he says something about his mom being gone maybe yeah and it's like you've been kind of violent lately but he seems like the kind of guy who didn't have the capacity to handle that right yeah. and it doesn't like make Karofsky's actions excusable but it like makes no. it like understand that I see now watching it that like when I was a teenager and like too invested in the discourse as if this were like a real thing that was happening right and people were like oh they can't like rehab because later they kind of like Karofsky becomes a character right he's right. a real person right um, for five and they're like they can't rebuild rebuild him like he was so mean to Kurt watching it again he never he doesn't hurt Kurt he shoves him against soccer he, he shoves terrifies him, him. it's scared. not a good instinct. he scares him and like, but like, there's a lot it's made. Of, there's a lot made of the death threat, right? But like, they're teenagers. But like, on Pretty Little Liars, spoiler alert: one of the characters dates a girl who previously tried to drown her. So, right. <laughs> like, like, there's, like, like for like, many years. Yeah, like on the scale, this is like real world human bullying, which is a thing a teenager can do and then later reform. Right. Also, like, as, it's not insane that he as much as it is important to have boundaries and rules about like it's never acceptable for anyone to do X. It's never yeah. acceptable for any for Y to happen to you. There. It's also an interesting conversation to be had about, like, what do we do then with this 16-year-old boy who has once threatened to kill someone? Right. right. Is he done forever? Right. And do we never give him a chance no. to apologize, show remorse, and grow? Yeah. It's not that Kurt has to be his best friend, but no, he has no. to live a life now. And, it, look, this is a conversation, like, what's the difference between threatening to kill someone and hurting someone? Yes. Don't get me wrong. Again, it's never okay to threaten the health or safety of another person. No. Right. I don't have an answer. I, I'm just agreeing yeah. that it raises interesting questions. And they're teenagers, which is, like, a whole other layer on top of it. Right. 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 Um, They're not. Which when I was a teenager, for some reason, I decided to be like a weird moral absolutist about it. Same. And who knows? Oh, I mean, like we were all, you know, before I'd kissed anyone, I thought it was like awful to kiss someone you shouldn't kiss. Now I understand. (laughs) I know. It's harder than that. You have to do it sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, so now we cut to a wedding. Bert and Carol's wedding. Yeah, so... Which we had at no point before this clarified was going to happen in a week. Yeah. No. They just said it was going to be cheapish, which is not the same thing. But you know that they're not going to remember. Like, if they introduce it in an episode, we have to see it. Oh, yeah, we're going to see six episodes of wedding planning. Um, We start out with Finn... So he's trying to tie a tie, and Santana comes up behind him and helps. And at first, it seems really sweet. But then Uh, she's basically trying to get him to break up with Rachel because yeah, they slept a, together. It's a reminder that they had sex, which yeah. will come up again in a minute. Yes. 
Um, and then we, we do and, get a moment. Oh, and it's also establishing that Finn hasn't told Rachel that they had sex because we see in a flashback, um, she tells him she didn't sleep with Jesse, and now they can see the first time. Which answers a question I had previously had. I appreciate they go back and yeah. and show us that Could, Rachel did come up, like fess up to not having sex with Jesse. Yes. yes, and Finn did not. And he's afraid she'll find out and be mad. Um, and in the tradition of literally every teen drama ever, she now wants them to be each other's first. Yeah. Which, okay, fine. Um, it was something, it's something a Rachel would want. It's yes. absolutely true to the character. Which, wait, hold on. Does she still mean when they're 25 and she's had a, <laughs> she's one of a bunch of Tonys? They don't remember that joke they made. It was a great joke, though. It was a good joke. Um, yeah, Santana wants him to break up with her. I'm, we don't actually get why. No. I she's think, mean, I, th- I, guess. I think she wants to date Finn now that he's the quarterback. Or oh, she's right. sad she needs that Puck is, to date Puck her is no longer something. doing it for her yeah. because of how he's, yeah, can't hit, he can't hit anyone, I guess. She feels left out from that meeting Rachel had with the other girls earlier. It's, who knows? It's she's, so boring. She's just mean at this point. Um... So now all the Glee kids are in the wedding, which will never not be weird. Yeah. So, okay. So we get the song. We see the, we see the aisle. We see the aisle. People we see are a number seated. of guests. And then the bells again, start. Again, remember, this was 2010. So you so, could not do a wedding without this song. Also. The least romantic song also, in the world. A thing I didn't really realize until I thought about it for another minute. This was the moment when the wedding vi- dance videos were going viral. Yes. yes. This was like the choreographed wedding dance. Yeah. Okay, so to clarify what happened. Right. <laughs> Which, again, you should all know. If I tell you it is 2010 and there is a wedding and there is a song with a choreographed dance, you should all absolutely know what song is happening, which is Marry You, again, the least romantic song in the world. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they yeah. So then the Glee couples like dance down the aisle one yep. at a time. Uh, Kurt and Mercedes don't get to sing a line, although everyone else does. Which no. is a weird choice. Um, Brittany Artie pushes Artie. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brittany and Santana get to ribbon dance. <laughs> a little hat tip to uh, how those two characters are probably still kissing secretly. <laughs> um, I know this is crazy. It is so fun. It's I watched so fun. it twice. I know. Don't say no, 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 no. And also, Bert and Carol looks so happy They're as so they dance good. down the There's aisle, and Kurt cries, and I also cry. I also cried. This whole scene, I'm like, okay, actually, the show I want to be watching that's not Glee is just about this uh, family coming together. Yes! And it's just about that. They do the it's still full musical. performance of Mary You, which is Bruno Mars, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, that's what I want to say, so I'm sure. Also, yeah, so the this is this is great. The only other good wedding ceremony performance on TV is, in fact, Jim and Pam when they do Forever, <laughs> but they already got married on the boat. I thought they did you Marry You, too. No, they do Forever. They do Chris Brown's Forever. Ew. Do, do, That's do, the do, one do, that I think right, was in right. the original do, 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 viral video, right? It was. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I think I, could, I confused it, too. It's anyway, fine. so if you ever want to have, like, a solid seven minutes of crying, watch this, too, in a row. <laughs> <laughs> About a dumb thing. It's very fun. Uh, Romy Rosemont and... Actor name. Michael Malley, I Michael think. Michael Malley yeah. look so happy. Yeah, you're right. Kurt cries. The look on Finn's face when he sees his mother in a yes. wedding dress is also like it's a, devastating. Like, right, previously he was a little weirded out, and suddenly he realized that he's his like, mom is happy. Oh, mom's happy. It's so and nice. now I'm gonna cry. They do the like they do like a fast ceremony. The it's very sweet and specifically written to make Finn feel guilty. Yeah, the officiant gets up. The officiant 
is extremely hot. He's deficient <laughs> is hot. And he says he's not going to do prayers because someone, it's Kurt, thought that would be boring. And instead he's going to let them <laughs> do their own vows, which I think we missed like most of the ceremony part, but okay. Whatever. Um, and they're beautiful. Yeah, they do. They, they give nice vows. Both of them talk about, talk about not only together. finding each other, but all about like finding their family. Yeah. <laughs> So good. It is. Uh, the show could have done a little bit more in previous episodes to sell the idea of like Carol and Kurt being friends. Yeah. So they they yeah. had they had her, him do a makeover on her, which she even mentions in the vows yeah. because they only have like two interactions. Yeah, the only thing. But yeah, she's like, I got new more. clothes and a new son, yeah. which is or you saved me from my wardrobe and from yeah. like whatever and, and from being alone, loneliness, whatever. Um, but it's so. But nice. it's so it's nice. Lovely. They sell it. I believe and, it. Yeah, and she mentions both Finn and Kurt, and it's really yeah. nice. Um, it is. There's a little guilting of Finn. She talks about how proud she's like. I know he was reluctant, but I'm so proud of Finn for finally becoming a brother to Kurt. Right again, yeah. they wrote these entire vows to like make Finn feel guilty for not beating up crops. The whole wedding is about uh, Finn and Kurt, Finn and which Kurt. gets weirder as we go. Yeah, but this I is actually go back and forth. So like later on, it gets weirder, and then it circles back around to where I'm yeah. like, no, this feels appropriate for two families of two people yeah, coming together. The say, then, it feels like, very normal. I yeah. have not been to a lot of weddings where it's like two parts of families coming together, and I especially like, when your sons are that lovely. old yeah. and like. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so it's nice. Commercial break. Then we come back and Will is singing Sway at the ceremony. I have to say. Or at the so reception. Will is not in this episode a lot. Yeah, it's great. I love it. And he's actually a very good wedding singer. This is the great yeah. use. This is the right use of him. He does if do I a didn't little know who too Will much, was, like, he sensual, like, microphone touching. And one sure. where he, like, taps it down and brings it okay, back that's up. Hot. like he's Sorry. Doing. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it worked for me. Anyone who is accomplished in anything is attractive to me. He didn't um, hit himself in the face with he this. He didn't hit himself in the face. This reminded me that, um, wow, I'm forgetting every actor's name today. Matthew Morrison. Matthew Morrison is just a good singer. He's a good singer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. If I didn't know who Will Schuster was, I would be like, that right. is sure a version of the song that's inoffensive to me. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly. D. Martin, but. He does it. It's their first dance, which is very funny. Yeah. Um, and Bert still hasn't really learned how to dance. They just kind of like inch around the it's dance floor. It's very sweet. Yeah. They do two dips. Oh. Very slowly and nervously. <laughs> and now Finn does a speech. Finn gets up, gives a little speech. Briefly about his Briefly new parents. About his parents. And then mostly about um, how happy he is to be Kurt's brother. Right, and how he hasn't stood up for him. The way he does this, though, is that when... <laughs> When Maybe. someone in the Glee Club gets into a relationship, they get a oh, nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Me and Rachel meta. are Finchel. When Rachel and Puck were dating, they were Puckleberry. And they, it cuts away to Rachel being appropriately like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, me and Kurt are first. <laughs> now, do I hate this dumb meta reference to like ship names? Yes. Yeah. Is it cute when he says Furt and then is really proud of himself? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, he also like goes into this whole thing about now he's got Kurt's back. It's an inappropriate re- place to address bullying, yeah, but it's very sweet. Sense. Um, <sighs> but also then all the Glee Club guys get he's up. like, we put together a number for you. Yeah. And they seem just the way you are to Kurt. Now I would like to say, this is a classic case of Glee heard one lyric and chose yeah. a song. Yeah. Yeah. I knew what it would, that it would sell well on iTunes uh-huh. because the song immediately starts addressing someone as she. Yes. <laughs> well, but I, I felt that way I too. I actually liked that more though. But they also do a pretty good job of, ha- so everyone comes up eventually and they all sort of take turns with who they're singing to. It's just a generalized sort of, because yeah. like Finn sings to is, Rachel and then he sings yeah. to Kurt and then he sings to Carol and they're all singing to each other. It's supposed to be about just Kurt at the start. I yes. Mean, but then as soon as the number got going up. It's I, a weird I, choice I that you're not wrong. It's a movie pull Kurt up and Rachel. Yes. Fa- well, first Rachel fakes like she's gonna go dance with Finn, and then she runs back to get Kurt. It like pushes him up there, which is yeah. very sweet. And then they do like very close 
lovely dancing together because they're brothers now. Yes. It's and Kurt sweet. looks perfect. So happy. Right. Then 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 Rachel does come up. Kurt goes with, to dance with Mercedes. By the, way, the context of Kurt having had probably the worst month of his life. Um, this is like really got to me. It's really he looks really happy. It's really Once it starts yeah. going, it's really yeah. Good. I have no complaints about this. Finn commits to it. He like sings to Kurt the whole time. He like dances. It's so with well him. acted. Like they both seem to. Uh, it's so good. I like it. It was fun. Uh, and now we're getting rehearsal of something. Sue's wedding. Oh, the, the rehearsal of Sue's wedding. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> my only note Sorry. is that she comes out in a in a beautiful blue gown that is. Her tracksuit. Yes. It's got the white stripes and it's like the, what's the material? It's the lure. It's like a lure. She looks beautiful. It's the best prop I've ever seen in television. It's incredible. I want to own it. It's amazing. It's exquisite. Uh, They are at the um, nursing home where Jeannie lives. Yes. Yeah, so first we start with Carol Burnett. We're just going to call Carol Burnett. Sorry. (laughs) And Sue's sister Jean talking about how like they're waiting for a suit to come out. Um, Yeah. And... When she, when she finally does, uh, Carol Burnett's like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Like, this it's crazy that we're not all participating in your wedding. Like, I want to be a part of it. Yeah, that's what's crazy here. Yeah. Well, later she's like, it's crazy that you're married. <laughs> also that. Um, and Sue reiterates that she and her sister have like, had to spend a lot of time together, and they yeah. like had to basically be their own family, and so they really don't want their mom around. And it's also, I just have a note. Um, well, it's nice. Um, but so Sue sort of walks up and like stands next to Jeannie and like she's, yeah. Jane Lynch is so much taller yeah. than that actress whose name actress. I can never remember. Um, who looks so sad at the end of the scene. I know. It's her mom, man. I know. Um, this is the perfect Glee plot in mix of insane and good like yes. and serious. And if anyone else were playing it, it would be terrible. Like if they gave this to a less capable bunch of actresses, yes. it would just be weird. But it all works it out. It works for me. Sue runs through a series of vows with herself. <laughs> Like, I keep forgetting that this is an absurd plot because they're, like, I don't yeah. know. It's good. Um, that actress's name is Robin Trockey, and I think this is her last appearance on the show. Oh. Because I think her character dies soon. Oh. oh I forgot her character yeah. dies. Oh, my God. Because um, the actress died later as well. I forgot right. that. Um, anyway, she does a great job in this episode. Yep. Uh, so now we're back in Sue's office. Karofsky is back. The school board having overturned his expulsion. First we have Quinn tells Sam. She shows up at Sam's locker. Oh, and right. she's like, thanks for sticking up to Kurt. And she's wearing his ring. Whatever. Boring. Um, boring. Sorry. Now we're in Sue's <laughs> office. <laughs> right. Karofsky is let back in. Sue has nothing to do. Like, Sue has she no power. Can. The yeah. school board basically overrode her decision. Yeah. She's so upset about it that she's resigning she as principal. She resigns in protest. In fairness, you can't just one person expel a student. Uh, right, the school board has to make a decision. in one whatever. Uh, so Figgins is coming back, and so is Karofsky. Yep. And oh, yeah, because Sue has resigned in protest, and also, she says, yep. because she misses her office. Uh... Kurt is wearing in this scene a floral mauve shirt. I love it. A, like a deep reddish brown double-breasted sweater vest. <laughs> Same. Uh, and vertical stripe purple and brown pants. I love it. Could not love it more. It's insane. I would wear that. Um, so yeah, so Kurt is obviously shaken up. Carol and Bert are both there, which is a sweet nod to how they're married now. Yes. Yep. Um, and they like pull him over because they're like, we have a proposal have for you. Yeah. Then we cut to the choir room mm-hmm. where... They're all talking about, it doesn't matter. Will's like, hey, Kurt, I'm so glad you're here. I'd love to talk to you about a solo for sectionals, which is not believable. Will has never offered anyone a solo except for Rachel. Maybe Finn. Uh, And then Kurt's like, okay, I have some news. Can I share it first? They're like, Uh, yeah. And then he announces that he's going to Dalton. Yeah, he's transferring. He's transferring. His parents, it is implied that his parents are using the money they were going to spend. No, it's not implied. He says it outright because I know. Well, that's crazy. It's a crazy use of this show. He doesn't need to tell them where the money's going from. He has none of their business, but it's fine. 
Um, yeah, so... Yeah, they're not going on their honeymoon. Kurt's leaving. Rest in peace. <sighs> right, Kurt's leaving. <laughs> Rest uh, in peace, their honeymoon. Finn walks up and is like, why are you telling me that? Like, why don't we talk about this? And then Mercedes walks up. She's right choice for these other two characters who would care the most about yeah. Finn leaving. Yeah. Or about Kurt leaving. Yeah. Uh, and Kurt just is like, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you. And then he walks around. He's turns crying. Around. And then the episode ends. And then the episode ends. Wow. Right. Three words or less. Was Glee good this week? Yes. Yes, it was good. That's Somehow, impossibly, yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> this is a yeah. good episode of Glee. I know we said previously that like maybe our the perfect concept of an episode of Glee was duets, which is just sort of singing and fun. Mm-hmm. But if Glee does need to be serious, it needs to somehow do this, which are, where it somehow gets all the tone right. Yeah, and I think another common denominator is when Sue is like a person, like maybe a slightly caustic person, but a person, but a person, and like and a responsible not... person, like the like the responsible like adult in the room. Yes, which like you can believe for the length of one episode, but if you try to think about it in the context of the show at large, oh, it's always, crazy. It's like yeah. drives you insane. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's bonkers. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode. Every time. Yeah. Top forty sweet cheeks. Hit it. I have a themed question for you. Okay. okay. Who did Ryan Murphy spend Thanksgiving with? Oh. Is it? Okay, good. Multiple choice. Leah Michelle and Randy Zyke. No. <laughs> Zandy Zyke. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. That one. Yeah. Or Evan Peters, Emma Roberts, and Sarah Paulson. It was the second one. Oh, it's the second one. I feel like Sarah Paulson has better things to do. She does not. It was <laughs> Emma Roberts, uh, Evan Peters, Sarah Paulson, and Holland Taylor, which is the one I'm most offended by. Wait, that's where I'm like, I thought I would have thought that. Why didn't Sarah Holland Paulson Taylor have something better to do? She could have gone to Cecile Richards' frame, but I think they're friends. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, that makes me sad a little bit. I know. Um, I and now a, I'm mad about it. I have a very simple question. This okay. is sort of a general thing. Um, what song would you want Kurt to sing if he got a solo in a, in a performance episode? Ooh. Oh, in a performance in like episode. a competition episode. Like, if he had to, right, if that It's like, was, just all... Yeah, I'll give you my answer first. Okay. Uh, which is, I think you could do a really good Send in the Clowns. Oh, Ooh. you do love Send in the Clowns. By the way, there's a very good Carol Burnett Send in the Clowns from the Carol Burnett show, where she's like, it's like in character, and it's a whole skit, but then she sings Send in the Clowns. Good to know. I did not prepare for this at all. Um, mine would be... I don't know if the timing links up here. That's fine. But what more can I say from falsettos? Oh. <laughs> um, which is the, like, after they're in love, and it's like, he's the timing on... absolutely links. That's a place from, like, the 80s. Right? But, like, yeah, okay, okay. I'm good. Yeah. Um, it's just a really nice gay love song, and there are not many of those. True. I know that they've already done this multiple times in the show, but Kurt should have gotten to do maybe this time Correct. also. We're all also, by the way, very correct in choosing actual Broadway numbers. <laughs> he's really good at Broadway yeah. numbers, and he's not good at anything else. <laughs> I mean, he is, but he's not like, yeah. sorry, Chris Culver. Please <laughs> we think go you're on very Broadway. Talented. We think you're very talented. <laughs> Come on our podcast. Come on our podcast. Basically good. I don't know, but Chris Culver was. Well, we'll give you 10 minutes to talk about your books. Yes. <laughs> as long as you want. I'll even read one before you come on. I'll read, yeah. I'll pretend to. I'll be struck by lightning finally. <laughs> 10 years too late. So I have a quiz for you. It's oh, multiple ready. choice. Thank God. Good. Since Finn brought it up. And I also want to note, this information is coming from the Glee Wiki page. So any, if any of it is wrong, <laughs> oh, don't at me okay. at them because I don't care. <laughs> I, I, so. I'm excited. <laughs> For the ship, Will Schuster and Emma Pillsbury, what was the ship name? Was it A, Willsbury? No. Was it B, Wemma? Was it C, Pilster? Or was it D, Emil? I think it was Wemma. I think Wemma. You're correct. 
<laughs> and I hate it. All right. So for the ship, Jacob Ben Israel and Rachel Barry. No. Who? Was it A? I'll, I'll find you and kill you. Was it A, Jachel? I'm reporting was you to the FBI. Was it B, Ben Barry? Was it C, Rachel? Or was it D, Ben is Rachel? They really like putting Barry on things, so I'm yeah. going to say that one. Uh, I'm going to just, for the sake of interest, do the fourth one. It was Jachel. Ew. Oh. It's just boring. <laughs> Uh, for Holly Holiday and Will Schuster, was it A, Willie, B, <laughs> B, Hill, C, no. Hollister, or D, Hollis Schuster? Hollister. Hollister. Correct. Yeah, You're very one, good at It's this. the one that's a real word. If well, I've named quite a few ships in my life, so. <laughs> All right. So this is I'm the not. last one. Blaine Anderson and Rachel Berry. Is it... <laughs> Is it I feel a? Like I followed someone who was into this. At oh, some point. Totally. well, then you got an in. Is it A. Randerson, B. <laughs> B. Banderson, <laughs> C. Anderberry, or D. Blainshaw? I'm gonna go with. Oh, it might be Blainshaw though. I'll say Anderberry if you say Blainshaw. Okay. It is Blainshaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I used to work with someone we called Randerson because his name no. was first name starts with R. Anderson. So uh, well, Robbie um, quote wins that game. <laughs> I've read a lot of Tumblr tags. <laughs> a lot of Tumblr tags. <laughs> That's my question. Oh, cool. Great. So um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Spotify. Ooh. Was Glee good? If you can ever figure out how to follow someone on Spotify, which is... Just go to one of our um, playlists and follow task. that. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, you said email, right? No. no. Send us an email at wasgoodgood at gmail.com. Rate and review us on iTunes because we love it that. so much. Uh, leave in the comments a ship name for you and the podcast was Glee Good. Oh my God. Please do. And it can't just be was your name good. Do not <laughs> write a ship name for any combination of us. No. No, absolutely We're not. not. There will not I be a was Glee Good fandom. fandom. <laughs> but I, or if there is, I want it to be non-sexual in any way. No. Please. Please. God. Love you so much. Um, watch this episode of Glee. Do watch it. I do think it's a good one. If you're going to watch one, watch this one. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Get ready for me, love, cause I'm a comma. I 